Fuck you! What? Listen to this podcast right now! Me? Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Yeah. Like movies, oh my music, God. television, and more? Oh my God. Well, you've come to the right place. Yes. Subscribe to Journey Into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophy, oh hosted God. by me, yes. Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your yes. choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophy. That sounds so awesome. The following is a Journey to Comics Network production. Mmm. This is a tasty burger. You ever tried shawarma? Huh? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. Is butter a carb? We elves try to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Welcome to Foodies Watching Movies, Season 2, Episode 23. I'm your host, Lauren. You're with my co-host, Nate. How's it going? It's going good. Other co-host, Veronica. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. Good. And with our special guest host, Jesse. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> good evening. And welcome. Or good morning, days. depending on when they're listening, because time travel <laughs> yeah. is real. True, true. I didn't think of that. Oh, yeah. How's everybody doing? Doing good. Full of some interesting food decisions that we made today yeah <laughs> everybody kind of had their own adventure with food and we made it end up making a lot of frozen shit that was in my freezer that's actually a good thing to talk about we don't ever talk about frozen food on foodies yeah i've been doing <clears throat> aldi's a lot like for my grocery shopping and they've been having some pretty stellar freezer picks do you guys like freezer foods typically I usually don't. I typically don't either, but like you were saying, the Aldi stuff lately has just been spot on. Yeah. It's been nice to have. Yeah, absolutely. Got some Vandekamp fish sticks in my freezer at home. <laughs> nice. Yeah. When I was younger, I did, but I was gonna it say was mostly ate. like uh, Jose Ole tacos or something. Nice. In the toaster oven. Mmm, delicious. Not bad. I used to like the Tostinos or Totino's frozen pizzas, like the pizza for ones from the 90s. That was my jam. That was some good frozen pizza. I always liked Hot Pockets, ham and cheese. Ugh. Keep it basic. Death Pockets. Death Pockets? <laughs> Were you just bad at eating Hot Pockets? You don't put them in your mouth immediately. You like let them sit for like three to five no, after you like cook them. Pockets. And they're Ugh. perfect. Oh, they're so good. Or like pizza rolls? Come on. Now. Oh, yeah. I like pizza rolls. Pizza rolls are Those delicious. Are also Totino's. Pizza rolls are really good. Can't. Can't fight that. Do you, Do you remember the bagel bites? Yeah, that was the '90s. Had some good frozen I think food. Bagel bites are probably the best of the whole thing. You know. Okay. Like I don't know. I recently bought a shape. box of bagel bites for my kid and I to share, and they didn't hold up. Well, how'd you make them? In the toaster oven. They didn't taste the same. Hmm. Maybe they changed the recipe. It is modern times. They can't put all the good shit in it because it's bad for us. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying, man, the it '90s just feel freezer like food was automatically where it was at. taste better. I don't know. I just feel like in my head, mm. things taste better. <clears throat> I have better memories of food than I actually do food of memories the food. Are, yeah, yeah, that's real. It's like your food memories have uh, been antiquated inside of your mind the way that you want them to be. Like yeah. in a perfect memories type situation. So. I have a perfect food memory from the 90s called Tell me. Vianetta. Briar's ice cream made this concoction called Vianetta. And I swear to God, I look back on it and I remember how delicious it was. And it couldn't possibly be that good, but I bet it still is. It was like this weird ice cream, like, roll, like almost like a cake that you'd slice. And it had, like, all these different layers of chocolate, like, crunchy flakes in it and different ice, like, chocolate and vanilla ice cream and then more chocolate on top and, like, hard chocolate shell. It sounds extravagant. It was incredible. It's real. Google it. It's called Vianetta. And it was it was real. Briars brief moment in ice time. cream Vianetta. Yeah. Okay, I want to look it up. Um, I'm gonna man, look it up right now. Favorite look at ice it. creams. We've kind of like shifted because we're in the freezer section right now. <laughs> I 
honestly ice am, cream is frozen food it sure. is it is definitely frozen food it's uh, not the processed well i guess it would be it is kind of processed. processed right it's that's weird everything's processed you know it, it yeah tomato plant processes the fruit absolutely you're not wrong you know uh Okay, I so think how much process. I've discovered the Vianetta image. Oh. Oh, and it looks exactly the same as I remember it. Oh, my God. <gasps> okay, I'm going to show everybody. It's got, like, cocoa yeah, powder on it. top. It looks like delicious, beautiful rolls it's of like ice cream. It's like a tiramisu cream. or something. Rolls it looks like a tiramisu, cream? but it's not coffee. It's just vanilla and chocolate with, like, chocolate flake crunchy layers inside, like, layers and layers of ice cream. It looks Here, like... Lauren. She's got to see this. It looks like... If Did it like, come in like a regular gallon? No, it was in a box, box yeah. a rectangular box. It looks it's like, like a cake. If a miniature like version of elves that only okay, this looks just stuff like tiramisu homes. That's what they would look like. Yeah, this looks just like tiramisu. <laughs> yeah, it looks just like tiramisu. Only like, kind of like <laughs> like a Napoleon or something. Yeah, like a horror version, horror horror movie version of tiramisu, kind of. Yeah, it's decadent and beautiful. And glorious, and I wish they still made it. Come on, Briars, get your shit together. They still make the Tonight Dough, and that's what I am all about. Tonight Dough? Mm-hmm. The Tonight Dough is a Ben and Jerry's flavor. It's like mm-hmm. the Jimmy Fallon flavor. So the Tonight Show. Yeah, Tonight that's dough. the Ben and Jerry's. And it's got, like, huge globs of cookie dough, uh, chocolate chip cookie dough, peanut butter cookie dough, and then chocolate cookie cookie dough. And it is amazing. It's like... Probably the greatest ice cream, in my opinion. I don't know. I think it's pretty good. Um, my favorite Ben and Jerry's, like my go-to, has always been half-baked. Oh, yeah. Because that's got the brownie, the chocolate ice cream, vanilla ice cream, and cookie dough ice cream in it. But the brownie is, like, my favorite part. It's so good. And then they released, like, uh, recently, I think, they had, like, this brown brownie batter core. And it's all just chunks of brownie. And in the middle, it's, like, it tastes like brownie batter mix you like you know in the middle of the ice cream that was really good yeah that brownie batter core is pretty delicious yeah that's probably my new favorite one jesse what about you ice creams favorites all time do you have a like all-time favorite ice cream yeah i know we're moving all around right now man i think i like all ice cream fair if i had to choose and i'm not very choosy i would go with like some this is a weird one probably but mint chocolate chip Fuck yes. I don't know why. I don't like mint chocolate me. anything. Love it. It's my favorite. Like a classic doesn't have to be. It could be like, okay, I don't know how many people know Prairie Farms, but like Prairie Farms brand ice cream, mint chocolate chip that just comes in the block. <laughs> yeah. Just let that shit the melt just a block. little bit and then put it in like a milkshake. Nothing Ugh. greater. Nothing greater. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just maybe. I think it's a texture thing too. Those flakes of mint chocolate that are actually in the ice cream. Mm-hmm. Delicious. It's, yeah, it's up there. It, yeah, it's pretty good. What about you, Lauren? Anything with peanut butter in it, like chocolate peanut butter? Mm, yeah. Ben and Jerry's has a good peanut butter, uh, it's not a peanut butter core one, it's just like peanut butter cookie dough, right? Yes. They have a peanut butter cookie dough ice cream. I love getting chocolate peanut butter milkshakes. Mm. Ooh, that sounds amazing. That mm-hmm. does sound good. Go to Oberweiss or even Dairy Queen has them and they're pretty good. I like Oberweiss milkshakes. I got like a... Uh, French vanilla ice cream latte from the uh, little Sunday shop on Cedar Lake, you know? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was pretty good. Me I haven't Mike. been to that new one. That used to be the Dairy Queen, right? The Dairy yeah. Bell, is that what you're talking about? Well, it is still... Oh, is it? It's not a Dairy Queen anymore, is it? No, the one over by the Sandbar restaurant. Right. yeah. Yeah, that one's like uh, privately owned now. It's yeah, not it a dairy was good, though. Anymore. Is it Michael? a Dairy Bell? Yeah, I think it's a Dairy Bell, right? Dairy Bell is really fucking no, good. No, it's not a Dairy Bell. Dairy Bell is in Hammond, right? There's a Dairy Bell in Hammond, and there's a Dairy Bell on 30. Yeah, right is over there. Dairy the, Bell on 30? Yeah, right over by the new Circle K that they just put on Austin Street. It's strange things are afoot. At the Circle, Circle K. K. Yeah, great. Speaking of strange things. Sure. Oh, you finally watched it, right? I Yeah. <laughs> I fi- Since I broke my leg, I got a lot of time to watch movies and shows and crap. Yeah, this well, is part of the reason why I wanted you to come on to our show, because you've been I, watching I, a ton of... Of movies lately. I feel like we almost need to back it up, though, for our listeners who don't know that you've been kind of stuck in your home. What happened to you exactly? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Well, 
I got off work one day and went to a concert with some friends. Fuck what yeah. What concert? Uh, it was... Not that I don't already know. Lamb of God and Slayer. Fuck yeah, so metal. It's Slayer's last tour, supposedly. Mm-hmm. So, it was supposed to be a good time. You know? It was a good time. <laughs> and not to foreshadow anything or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Little did dun, you know. Dun, dun. The narrator's like... But obviously Little you're injured, you know. so we know that the story doesn't really necessarily have a good ending. Yeah, well... Yeah. <laughs> you know. So what happened? Anywho, got to the show... Having a good time. The Lamb of God was playing. We had uh, tickets for the the pit. Actually, we didn't have tickets for the pit, to tell you the truth. <laughs> My friends I went with got tickets for the pit, and I had bought a lawn seat, like, the day of. And then I went up to one of the guys and was like, hey, my mosh pit wristband got ripped off in the pit. Uh... And I took one of my, my, one of my friends gave me their ticket. Oh, nice. So I had it on me and he's like, you got your ticket still? And I showed him their ticket mm-hmm. and then I got a wristband for the mosh pit. Hey. So. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like. He's doomed. This is why. <laughs> karma. Yeah. It was instant karma. This is instant karma happening. Oh, man. So I get into the pit where I'm not supposed to be because God didn't give me a ticket for the pit. <laughs> <laughs> Gave me a ticket for the lawn seats. <laughs> oh, this is great. So I'm having a good time. I'm in I'm I'm in the pit, but I'm not like I'm a smaller dude, so I'm kinda just bouncing around and I don't really like I'm not there to harm anybody. It's more of like just Getting that energy just, out. Yeah, just being in, you know. Mm-hmm. As Tyler would say, you were beat bopping along in the I pit. Was, yeah. I was moseying along. There you go. Great word. <laughs> And I was saving others, picking them up, you know, being a, I had Good pit. Samaritan in the pit. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pit Samaritan. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You and know, yet. Yet, although I was acting Jesus-like. <laughs> Christ-like. Exactly. At the Lamb of God concert. Oh, it writes its fucking self, So this it? is the weirdest part. Like, right before, I remember distinctly right before, um. Uh, like, I wasn't wasted or anything. I was just, you know, I'm 30, dude. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just having a good time. And I remember, like, Lamb of God was playing, and I was looking at the pit on the edge, and it was like, I f- literally felt like Satan and all his minions had come together. <laughs> <laughs> and what what I saw out of my eyes was, like... Straight from hell, like the hellish evil energies in the universe have are spiraling descended, right in descended front of upon, me. Where was this? What what venue was this? Oh, it was at the Tweeter Center. <laughs> the tweeter so Center. all um, of hell descended upon the, the Tweeter, tweeter Center. Center. Man, that that used to be that's Tenley Park. Yeah, so right. it's like the. Uh, isn't it First Midwest it Bank Amphitheater the now? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. All of like, Satan's <laughs> spiraling energy theater. came down on the First Midwest, Midwest Bank, Bank Amphitheater. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. So I'm on the edge of the... I'm not in the eye of Satan's fucking wrath, but I'm standing on the edge of it, you know? Standing outside of the devil's anus. Like, boy, right. you're not supposed to be here. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, huh, whatever. So I turn around, and I'm like watching Lamb of God because they're amazing musicians and mere feet in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, I just get crushed. There shined a shiny demon. Shiny demon reached (laughs) in the middle of the road. Reached his claws out of the pit and and just broke my leg. Fuck. Brutal. So did someone like go like this to you? Well. My back was turned, so I got like kind of pushed over, and then my uh, ankle kind of rolled slightly, and then someone stepped on my leg, you know, as your ankle at like a forty-five degree angle. They weren't trying to hurt you; they stepped. Your leg was there, and science has it that people got pushed onto you, right? Yeah, yeah. people got pushed into you, and that's what happened. Someone accidentally stepped on you. So it wasn't necessarily a demon that did this. It was more of an angel. No, (laughs) but yeah. Beside the point, it's instant karma for. I don't think pulling so. a Beavis and Butthead move to get into the pit. That's you know, pretty I, intense punishment for just 
go into the pit. No, I think it's the most metal story. Like you were seeing Lamb of God and Slayer and had this badass yeah, reckoning to fun. get into the pit and then the universe took you out. You still got to see some of the show though, right? From the sidelines? Uh well, I like heard my my leg break. Oh. And I was like, shit. <laughs> this isn't good. You don't so, say. <laughs> like, naturally, you're in the pit. If you're down, people help you up. Absolutely. So someone helped me up, and I was like, fuck, my leg's flopping around. And I, like, started hopping out, and I fell again, um, like, a little bit out and away from the pit. And some dude's like, you need help, dude? I'm like, yeah, my leg's broke. <laughs> uh, yeah, my leg's broke. And he helped me out to, like, where the, like, seats are right there. Yeah. So I I sat down, and then uh, some woman ripped my shirt off me and started, like, patting me down with it, because apparently I was, like, adrenaline was pumping. Oh, yeah, you're so probably, I was, like, like, sweating profusely. Mm-hmm. Maybe hyperventilating a little bit without even knowing it. Uh, probably. Well, you're in shock yeah. at this point, because <laughs> totally. your fucking leg's broken. I... And you I mean, have to maintain consciousness to get yourself safe, you know? Like, yeah. So you're full of adrenaline, I'm sure. Yeah, full of adrenaline. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I knew my leg was broken. So I I started uh, taking my boot off to see. I wanted to see it, you know. Got it off. And it's swollen double the size it's supposed to be, you know. So they come with like a little crappy stretcher and bring me to the infirmary i sit there and that was even a crazy story too because there's like they're bringing people in from the show that are like wasted oh, beyond belief and all shit. kinds of tripped out oh yeah all kinds of drugs and you know crazy people are in there it's either you're hurt or you're like psychologically unstable okay totally so i'm in there with a broken as fuck leg and i'm like consoling people i'm like it's Dude, it's all, it's cool, you know? Like, I'm trying to calm people down because, A, I don't want them freaking out and, like, touching my leg in any way. Yeah, you're like, get away from my, just don't touch me. And I'm kind of trying to stay calm in a situation where, like, I'm in extreme pain and I'm supposed to be having fun, you know? So I'm trying to stay calm and I got all this crazy shit around me. And uh, I heard Slayer from the infirmary, which was cool. Okay, that's a cool story. Right? Yeah. Just like kind of rocking out. I, well, <laughs> not really, though. No, it would have been better no. to see the show. For, but, well, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's the story. So, Broken Lake, long story short. So, you've been watching long. a ton of movies yeah. because of that. And I got to watch Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Let's dish on yeah, it. Yeah, he hasn't watched any of it yet. And that's crazy to me that you have not seen any Stranger Things. We are, I mean, season three is only a couple months away at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Are you all caught up now? I'm all caught up. I watched all Season of it. Season three premieres this year? How I'm pretty sure Halloween, yeah. I thought it came out next Are year. Are they pushing it to 19? I don't know. I don't either. I don't have my phone. Have. V's going to do some fact checking. Continue on. Ta- discuss what do you thought? What your thoughts were about uh, Stranger Things, both seasons one and two. Season one was like perfect. Yes, yeah. it was. Season one was a perfect show, and that's exactly how I described it to people. I thought it was perfect. It was like exactly what they were going for and what should have been because it was fucking just right on. And I wish, honestly, I wish they wouldn't have made Stranger Things too. You think they should have just kept it at the one story and called it? Yeah. Okay. I did not like season two in comparison with season one. Not nearly as much. Talk about it, please. Why? What about season two irked you? They started over. They started producing it too much, and it was like it yeah. didn't seem real anymore. Okay. Like when you, it's not. It's obviously not real. But when you're going into like a story, you want it to be as real as possible. And they did a really good job in the first season of that. It still felt very much like a small Indiana town. And in the mm-hmm. second season, it just felt bigger than that. I don't know how else to describe it. Sure. Well, it did get bigger than that because she did go up to like Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like just the way that it was, maybe the success from Stranger Things 1, kind of like the ego that the people who are making it 
got into it or something. The Duffer it's like, Brothers. It started to like be, it wasn't like sincere or something. And I think that's hard when you've done something that's so successful in the first attempt. Like when you write a masterpiece like Stranger Things, a follow-up is not even, it. I mean, I can't envision trying to top my own work like that, you know? Like I can only see it to so far. And honestly, you look at the first Stranger Things and it did everything right. It hits you in the nostalgic feels. It hits you emotionally. It gives you a great story. There's suspense. There's horror. There's a little bit of comedy. You know, there's love interest. I mean, it, it really has it all. Barb. 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 R.I.P. Barb. That's what season two was missing. It was fucking Barb. It was it needed missing Barb. fucking Barb. But mm-hmm. they did. Dis- I mean, they kind of dismissed that right away that she's gone. Well, you know? in season two, we had Bob. <clears throat> yeah, Bob, not Barb. R.I.P. Bob. Bob, not Barb. What did you think of Bob, Jesse? I thought Bob was awesome. Everybody thought Bob was awesome. That's why I was so pissed when they killed him. I know. And in such an awful manner, too. Yeah, Oh, yeah, those Demogorgons eating the shit out of him was fucking brutal. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert for season two of Stranger Things, if you haven't seen it. Yeah, if you haven't already seen it. But season three isn't supposed to be coming out until next year, I guess. It is 19. Yeah, I I can't really find a release date online, but from what I can gather, it's not going to be until 2019. I think that's another thing, too, with... Like Bob, um, was in other movies, and he was—he's known. Sean so. Astin, yeah. Samwise Gamgee. Yeah, exactly. he was in Goonies. He was, yeah, he was in Goonies. Exactly. Absolutely, he's in a lot of shit. So, and Rudy wasn't he in Rudy? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he—he he comes with that baggage subconsciously, no matter what. Right. And all of the characters from the first Stranger Things mm-hmm. were like just people no one really like i didn't know any any of them yeah know? they're unknowns so well except for winona Ryder. yeah winona <laughs> winona sure and you know even subconsciously winona turned into some of the things she was in the past and stranger things you're so. right right absolutely well said so that kind of made it more sincere too you know the the second stranger things had had bob and that that might have like, if I feel like they polluted the, they kind polluted it a little it. bit, you know. I did Bob. like I did like that Steve got a larger role in season two. That I did like. Yeah, I like Dad Steve. Babysitter Steve. Yeah, yeah. Dad Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he his his character arc is evolved. amazing. He evolved quite yeah, a bit. Definitely. Well, and when he goes from the bully to the bullied, that perspective change. You know, he's getting kind of. Uh, there are so many memes online of him. Oh, I, I bet. Love all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's good. always going to be. What about that scumbag with the mullet, you know? though? Oh, Max's He's got, brother, like, really long Brett. Was it Brett? I don't remember. I don't it's been remember. a while since we watched Stranger Things season we two. Binged we right binged it right when it, when it came out. Yeah. And it was it was a heavy digest too. You know, like mm-hmm. you watch it, and you're like, wow. I will say that season one I enjoyed more than season two. It's really interesting how the uh, upside down can be. I'm kind of seeing it as like uh, a subconscious realm instead of a different dimension. Yeah, mm. instead of like an actual different dimension. I feel like it's a shadow realm. Like it's an upside. Like it's that's what I envision it as. It's like the uh, like like from Scott Pilgrim, like Negus God or whatever. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's like the it's reverse like the energy. Realm. It's the dark matter of... I don't know. Kind of <clears> like <throat> Twin Peaks. Oh, my God. Lauren, we need to get some pie and watch twin, the Twin Peaks movie, Firewalk, Firewalk with, with me. me. The actual Firewalk with me. And mm-hmm. start your goddamn mm-hmm. podcast about it. Yeah, we are going to be starting a Twin Peaks podcast. Have you watched season three yet? I haven't watched season three because I've been waiting to watch this fucking movie with you. <laughs> okay, all right. We'll watch it. Well, you can watch it this weekend. Okay, well, I'll get a pie. I'll okay. get a cherry crunch pie. Call it uh, a day for Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. That sounds good. Sounds good. Pie. We're future tripping to that. Some really good coffee. Some damn good coffee. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know shit about Twin Peaks. I just know the references because you guys live in Twin Peaks, apparently. So. Once you watch we wish Twin we lived <laughs> in Twin Peaks, Nate. For real. Once you watch Twin Peaks, you realize just how many moments in your life you can say is a Twin Peaks moment. Like you'll, I'll meet this random person at some weird convenience store and I'll be like, oh my God, this is like a Twin Peaks character, <laughs> you know? It's real. 
But we're going to talk about that on our upcoming Twin Peaks podcast. Yeah. We, you know, we haven't even mentioned yet that while this is the 23rd episode of season two, it's also our second to last episode of yes. the season. The penultimate. Bum, bum, bum. Technically, we had a logo change, but I don't know if we're going to roll that out now or wait till season three. I'm not really sure how to play that. I don't know. That's a whole different thing that's... <clears throat> But we are planning some cool stuff for our finale. Yeah, and we're going to kind of lay the groundwork for that today. Now, while AP has not yet sent his list in, uh, Jesse, you've been so kind to, as to give your list in this. So I'm going to go ahead and we're going to kind of slowly list off and talk about all of our be- favorite 80s movies of all time. We all came up with a list of 20. Uh, I don't have those lists. They're up there. I'll grab them. Um, you can grab those. Uh, that way we can talk about individual lists if you want and what you liked and what you didn't like. But I just literally listed out in alphabetical order every movie. I think we have 58 movies as of right now. AP will be submitting his list. And then from that we will have like a, a mega bracket that we will, on the finale next episode, determine what the greatest 80s movie of all time is. In our humble opinion. In our humble foodie's opinion, because we know that you guys like what we're saying, because you're listening. If not, you wouldn't be listening, right? That's how this works. <laughs> so I'll list off all these movies in alphabetical order briefly, and then we'll discuss <clears throat> and talk about who put what, where, and why. Do you want to read? Do you want me to read these lists first, like all of our individual ones, and then we can like announce which ones made the final cut? Well, all of them are on the final cut oh, right okay, now because okay. like. I just listed them alphabetically because some th- things were named multiple times and whatnot. So I see. So okay, go ahead. Uh, Aliens, A Christmas Story, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Back to the Future, Back to the Future Part Two, Batman, Beetlejuice, Big, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Blade Runner, The Breakfast Club, Caddyshack, Clue, Coming to America, Creepshow Two, Dangerous Liaisons, Die Hard. Dirty Dancing, Empire Strikes Back, E.T., Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Friday the 13th, Full Metal Jacket, Ghostbusters, Goonies, Gremlins, Heathers, Hellraiser, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Inner Space, Labyrinth, Lost Boys, Major League, Mystic Pizza, Neverending Story, Poltergeist, Pretty in Pink, Pretty Woman, Princess Bride, Return of the Jedi, Robocop. Scarface, Scrooged, The Shining, Short Circuit, 16 Candles, Sleepaway Camp, Spaceballs, Splat, Terminator, Terror Vision, They Live, Trading Spaces, Weird Science, When Harry Met Sally, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and The Witches of Eastwick. (laughs) Bam. That's a pretty good list. It's a good list. It's a good list. Are we going to be putting these into a bracket? For next episode. Yeah, and I think I got a kind of an idea of how I'm going to do the bracketology. I'm going to take a mixture of... Bracketology? That's <laughs> what that they word? call it. That is a word. If okay. we're if we're talking March okay. Madness, that's like a real right word. Right in the middle of taking so, a sip of wine when you said that. I feel like everyone wants to put an ology at the end of something. and They do. Musicology. It's just fucking... Yeah, it's, it's not. too much, man. Bracketology. That's a real word. It is real. <laughs> Did you really think you could say that word without us calling you out on it? Yeah, absolutely. There's no reason. Wow. March Madness. It's a real word. I don't know what to say. Okay. When did when did science like I, I it's is it a science though? Kind of because there's like actual math numbers behind the seeds and like if we're talking actual like March sure. Madness a 13 seed, mathematically speaking, is most likely to beat a 4 seed, which is a crazy disadvantage, you know, as, as far as seeding is concerned, 78% of the time more than any others in any round. In the history of the NCAA, only one time has a 16 seed ever ever beat a 1 seed in the first round. Doesn't happen. So, so it's just statistics and math. technically mathematics, so correct. So I guess bracketology could be a legitimate science. Just mathematics. Let's it is. try to fluff it up. Sure. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. What were you saying, Nate? <laughs> I'm essentially going to go on to like Rotten Tomatoes, uh, um, what is it, Box Office Mojo, and compile like numbers, uh, what their tomato scores are and everything, and just go in order. And then what we'll do is... We'll divide them up like a technically a, a March Madness bracket. Your top four will go to their own individual seeds, then twos, and then threes, and so on. And then when we go to next week, when we get to the finale in two weeks, actually, rather, mm-hmm. 
we will determine by voting and discussing what the best movie from the 1980s ends up being. You got all that? Mm-hmm. Okay. I know it's cool. a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> well, I think the movies that we threw out here on our list are pretty all-encompassing. I mean... I'm going to be honest. I just did a search for 80s movies on Google. I just kind of went with that. Well, you you probably <laughs> looked at the list and went, I know this movie. I yeah. like this movie. I like I've this movie. I've seen all of them. Totally. At least once. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's fair. I mean, I looked at a list that was like all of the movies released from 1980 to 1989. And just went through the list and was like, oh, that, that's I a great movie. I did not do that. I thought about all of the movies that immediately came to my brain when I thought, what are my favorite 80s movies? So then I... I didn't realize I The Shining was an 80s movie. 1980. Yeah. I just... Uh, that's on the list. Thought of 80s movies. Wrote them down until I couldn't think of any. Like, really? Did you put... Were you the one who put Splat? No. Splat. That was supposed to be Splash. Oh, I oh. thought you said Splat. I was you like, said what Splat. Is, I was you like, what is Splat? Splash. Splash. You said That was splat, on my list. Speaking <laughs> of Splash. Speaking of Splat. You said Splat. There's no 80s porn on there. Is that? Wow. Oh, gross. I'm just kidding. You, you could have voted for that. I, mean, I didn't. I don't even know any 80s porn. I don't either. Um, there are a bunch of movies on Debbie this list. Dallas, maybe? God damn, that's, that's 70s, the only one. Right? <laughs> yeah, I th- I'm not sure. I think it's 70s, probably. I'm pretty sure that's 70s. Anyway, I'm not up on my my history of porn. Your pornology? My pornology. <laughs> exactly. I'm not up on the pornology. That's great. Exactly. I'll have to go to our red- resident pornologist, Dick Blaine Tyner, for <laughs> yeah, some for statistics. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so I was saying, I feel like this list is pretty good. There's tons of movies on the list that I'm just now thinking of that I would have wanted to put on there, like The Witches or like more more kid movies that I saw, like The Little Mermaid or whatever. Yeah, I can't believe The Little Mermaid didn't make your list. I know. Well, see, like I told you, this is just like a list of the movies that I thought of right away. Like I didn't look any of them up. I just thought of them as like, oh, yeah, I love this 80s movie. I think it. I think it's interesting to note that... You're a truest. You're like... Yeah, you want it to just be from your brains. Uh, Well, we said that we wanted this to be in our opinion. So this is like the purest form of my opinion because it's the only thing that I can think... These are the only movies that I thought of right away, you Mm -hmm. know? Okay, fair enough. So clearly they're important. Uh, it It was interesting to note that there's only one movie that made all four of our lists. Which one? Yes. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm. Good. Uh, but there are a lot of movies that almost made everyone's list and then one person wouldn't have something. Mm-hmm. I think like Ghostbusters, everybody had, but Jesse maybe? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't put Ghostbusters. And then like, I think everybody but Lauren had Batman. 89, 89 Batman. Batman. Yep. So. I don't like What about the Lost Batman? Boys? I didn't have Lost Boys. I didn't have Lost Boys either. Oh. I had I Aliens. Did, you did. Mm-hmm. Hmm? I had aliens. I had aliens. <clears throat> did you have alien or aliens? Aliens. As did I. That's the sequel. Yeah, you I can look at the aliens list. Aliens makes me miss really bad. What? You know. Bill Paxton, Bill Paxton yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Bill Paxton. He's the most out of control son of a bitch in the game. It's the extreme. I'm not back. <laughs> God. We have a problem. We we really like Bill Paxton. <laughs> Twister. Okay, looking at this list, I want to I want to talk about Breakfast Club. Almost makes everybody's list. Like that's a phenomenal that's an movie. Obvious one. Yeah, no questions. Um, movies that like when I was looking at other people's lists, I was like, oh shit, that's an '80s movie. I would have loved to have put on my list. Uh, let me see where a couple of these here. RoboCop came to mind. I can't believe I didn't even put that together. Is that your pick, Jesse? Yeah, RoboCop's an excellent action adventure movie. From yes, nineteen eighty-two, I believe. Right. Very well said. Yes, and uh, it really—that's one of the things that I noticed most about watching a lot of eighties movies um, in two thousand eighteen. Okay, is the the difference that culturally that men and women have. You know. Oh, thirty years in the making. Yeah, and we were talking about it earlier, like. It was in the 90s, it was different, and mm-hmm. then in the 2000s, it changed slightly, and now we're we're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like such a dramatic type of change. 
that conversation was in reference to Heather's, right? Yeah. We were yeah. talking about how Heather's was like that made what the, list. the 90s did with the craft and what the 2000s did with Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And like, it's really interesting to see how different uh, they are, but the stories are still the same. You know, It's gender role stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like in the expectations of men and women mm-hmm. and how they've changed dramatically from just, you know, 30 years ago. It's interesting. We were talking to my mom about that earlier, about 1980s movies, because we knew we were going to be talking about this on the podcast. Yeah, totally. She had some good insights. She was talking about like Purple Rain and, you know, all of what she appreciated about the 80s movies and how different um, they are, the movies were compared to the movies that are coming out today. Absolutely. Uh, looking over this list, uh, I'm surprised. I was surprised to see Beetlejuice not make your list. I'm surprised as well. Like really, <laughs> I like was literally. I, 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 I was certain that you were going to be a lock for Beetlejuice, and it didn't make the list. Um, <clears throat> I started thinking about fucking Julia Roberts, and I started just going on this train of Mystic Pizza, Pretty Woman, like all of these movies that had her in it, and I don't even like her as an actress, really. I just love her <laughs> 80s movies. <laughs> Wasn't A League of Their Own in 80s? No, that was like 1991. One? It was 91, early, early 90s. It wasn't Julia Roberts anyway, that was Gina Davis. That yes, was Gina Davis yes. from Beetlejuice. Yes, mm-hmm. very good. Yeah, Beetlejuice is, was like totally my jam when i was little i loved it and i'm really ashamed that i didn't think about it i can't believe i was the only person that put any of the star wars movies like empire strikes back or return of the jedi on my list i feel like when i think about 80s movies i think about what i enjoyed watching in the 80s and in the early 90s when i was little you know and i was not yet born in the 80s ah truth well yeah lauren's a youngin i was born in 1990 (laughs) i feel like those star wars movies are kind of timeless too like absolutely yeah the only way you can figure out that they're they're 80s movies is maybe like from the haircut special effects and yeah (laughs) haircuts and stuff but um luke skywalker's late 70s hair 80s movies have kind of like a a certain feeling to them or like a timelessness um it's no that's like the star wars the star wars ones are timeless like 80s movies have like this they have like a grain to them where you know you're watching a movie from the 80s. <laughs> right. It's like this weird kind of, it makes you feel like you're like entering some kind of parallel universe or totally. something. Like, or you're, you know, you're like watching something you've seen before type thing, you know. It's weird. That's how I feel when I watch movies like Predator or Terminator. Or like any action movies or like buddy cop movie from the 80s, I always feel is like, oh my God, this is so 80s. Predator you know? does yeah. not make the list. Predator uh, didn't make the list. But no. Terminator made the list. Terminator's Absolutely. Good. It is a good one. We were talking about that earlier. Like, I'm a big advocate for Terminator 2. Yeah, but it's a 90s flick. Right. 91. We'll have to save that Slides for next season. Next season, yeah, we got a big plan. Next season, we're going to kind of, I think, try to plan it out better to where every episode we talk about 90s movies and then build to our finale and have a decision. Like, yeah, that sounds yeah. good. Ah. 90s movies are definitely my jam. There's my a lot of good butter. ones. There's so it's many Jim Carrey, Adam oh. Sandler movies that are going to be in there. Yeah, we're going to have and... a very, very fun 90s Man. feeling season three. Mike Myers movies in the 90s. I mean, those three alone are a huge chunk of 1990s flicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Great, yeah, great, great call. I didn't fun. even think. That's a good one. One of my favorites. I used to watch that like twice a week when I was, you know, like seven or eight. Me and too. Yeah, it was just great. You was know? Phantasm an 80s movie? No. I was... Oh my god. That's what I I'm That's pretty sure. Lauren, you were freaking me out. Creepy. So Before you got here earlier tonight, Jesse was asking the same question cuz he's like, "What's this movie with all of these like crystal things that like No, kill? it's floating chrome balls that yeah, shoot he out w- fucking blades. Yeah, he, and he starts- couldn't think of the name of it and he had to google it and it was Phantasm. Yeah, but he couldn't right. use it. See, that movie feels like an 80s movie. Like came really out in well. the early 90s, didn't it? No, we looked it up. And I was he 79? looked it up. 
It was like 1982 or one. Or no, something. it was in the 70s because you wanted to put it on your list. Oh, yeah. And it was wasn't able to I put think. it on the Damn list because it, it was 79. Right. Yeah, it was like one year before. It's so weird that you brought that movie up because he was literally just talking about it a few hours ago. Yeah, that was actually a 70s movie. Super weird, though. Horror movies on here. 79 is pretty much 80, right? Yeah. Yeah, but close enough. We put The Shining on there. A Nightmare on Elm Street. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Polster, Poltergeist. Friday the 13th. OG. A Nightmare on Elm Street was my jam when I was growing up. Love that movie. I used to, me and my neighbor, Sydney Reese, and her mom would let us watch whatever we wanted. Fuck yeah. She would take us out to the video store and she would drive us around. I remember going to the top down. And we would go to the, the video store and we would rent like all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Mm-hmm. I, I remember watching like all of them at her house. My favorite part of a Nightmare on Elm Street is when he's outside and he cuts his finger off and he goes, hey, Tina, watch this. <laughs> yeah. He just cuts his phone finger off and she screams like. My like, favorite <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street so is the third one. Dream, Dream Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, that's Fuck our yeah. buddy's favorite, favorite one, right? It's amazing. That was the- a weird one, wasn't it? Like how it was shot. Weren't they? I just distinctly remember like a like a lot of scenes where it was like overexposed and real bright, like when you're waking up or something. Kind of, yeah. And yeah. like they're riding their bikes to go to the school or some shit, you know? Like mm-hmm. it's like one of those adventures to try to figure out. After Freddy. the third one, I kind of. I mean, the third one was where Nancy died, isn't it? Yes. <clears throat> and she wasn't brought back until New Nightmare. Which is another amazing movie from the Nightmare on Elm Street series. New Nightmare is so clever because it was it's the... Like a, it's like... A documentary it's where... Like a meta. Yes, Nightmare exactly. Because like, like self-aware because... The actors the are playing actors, themselves. The actors are playing themselves and they begin oh. to realize that the, they're playing themselves. I never saw that one. It's fucked is up. Is it with the original actor? Yeah. Yeah, it has it has the guy who plays her dad in it. He's he comes back. Robert England is uh, Freddie, Freddie, obviously. What was the one that came out that filmed around here? The one with that Jack. was that was the that was the new one with Rooney Mara. Oh, Jack Early Haley or Earl, Earl Haley. Haley. Yeah. yeah, that that one was filmed like in Gary. In Gary, some parts yeah, of yeah, it yeah. Were. That's around that these That one was not parts. good. Not as I good. And there were a it. lot of replications of the OG movie in that movie. Like trying to shot for shot replicate it in a modern look, mm-hmm. which okay, I get it. But shot for shot remakes work sometimes. Uh, it and they don't work in some other cases, like yeah. in the remake of Psycho. Yeah, with the uh, Vince Vaughn. In the remake that of was Funny Games, ridiculous. Oh, I fucking hated Funny Games. I loved the original, the German version. Well, yeah, but I hated the remake they did with Michael Pitt and Naomi Watts. Uh, Naomi Watts. That was that movie made me feel sick to my stomach after I watched it like I needed to take a shower and I was just mad I was like what the fuck what is this shit I didn't like it but I got mad because it was a remake shot by shot done by the same dude who did the original one and I was like already had a chip on my shoulder thinking it was going to be pretentious like pseudo art you know and that's exactly what I thought it was. <laughs> Pretentious shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, back to A Nightmare on Elm Street real quick. That's the debut of Johnny Depp, his first uh, yeah. credited role. Uh, Friday the 13th, first credited role for Kevin Bacon. Mm. Kevin Bacon. Fuck yeah. Me some bacon. I love yeah, me Kevin some bacon. Bacon's dope. I was not a big fan of Jason as a serial killer. I always preferred Freddy because Freddy to me was a lot scarier because he could Psychological. Get you to get you in your dreams. Yeah. And he wasn't just this big hulking like idiot. That you can just, run away from. Yeah. Right. Like Freddy, like you could not run from him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could try to, but it'll eventually get you. Well, yeah. technically, Jason, you can't run away from him either. Like he's just slower. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he always comes back to get you. And that's like the worst part. It's like you can feel oh, like. Oh shit, I got to move again. Jason found me. Right. <laughs> Man, there's some brutal deaths. <laughs> you got to get up off the couch. Yeah, god damn it. He's out there. Ugh, all right, I'll pack my shit. Exactly. I, like, <laughs> did Halloween come out in the 80s? No, 70s. The original Halloween would have come out in 78 because Halloween H2O was, was 20 years in 98. Yeah. And then now they're doing the 40th anniversary this year in 2018. Okay. I'm not looking forward to that movie as much as I am to the Suspiria remake. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to the Suspiria remake. I like Argento movies. Suspiria. I don't know what that is. 
Me neither. It's an Italian. It's an Italian horror movie done by Dario Argento. He he. He he made a lot of really good shit in the seventies. He was he mostly did like Italian movies because he's an Italian director. But right. Sure. This movie Suspiria came out in seventy seven. Yeah. Okay. It's about this young girl. She's a ballet dancer from New York, and she she goes to Italy to train to become a ballet dancer at the school there. And she comes to find out that the school is run by like a coven of witches. Oh. <laughs> What's up with covens making their <laughs> yeah. round lately? Yeah. This remake has Dakota Johnson, Chloe Grace Moretz, um, Tilda Swinton, okay. Mia Goth. I feel like it's just going to be too mainstream. Like I feel like it's it's cast with people that it's going to be too Hollywood. You know what I mean? Hmm. I'm still going to go see it. I'm still going to go see it too. I'll probably go see it with you. Okay. <laughs> November 2nd. Mark okay. calendar. I'll put it in my date book. Okay, so I'm going to ask you guys an interesting question. Of the movies on your list, if you could only champion one. Okay, does everybody need to look at their list? Yes, lists? please. Can you please pass out the lists? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's mine. That's mine, V. That one's Thanks, names. honey. That's mine. Okay. So what are you asking? If you could only pick one off of your list to champion as the movie that needs to make it to the final round, the best movie of the 80s in your humblest opinion, what are you championing throughout this upcoming duel that we will be having? I put so many good movies on my list, it's hard to say. I, I, hmm. If I'm thinking of like the quintessential 80s movie, I would have to go with The Breakfast Wait, Club. Are we doing the quintessential 80s movies or are we doing our favorites? Favorite. The ones that we, our personal if favorite? we saw it on TV, we would watch it over and over and over if it was still on. Okay, like I got The ones answer. that you love and it's your go-to 80s movie if you're feeling like, oh, I'm going to watch an 80s movie today. Ferris Bueller's Day Off for me. That's Easy. For you. Has to be. That movie is interesting because I know a certain somebody who hates that movie. (laughs) Really? Um, Matthew Broderick is incredible uh, as an actor. That movie is funny and well thought out. And there's a lot of depth to that movie. And then there's the whole like uh, crazy conspiracy theory that it's Cameron's fever dream as he's dying because he's like he he hates Ferris Bueller so much. And in his final moments, all he can see is Ferris getting his way and he being drug along for the ride. Ferris Bueller is an excellent movie. I love it. It's very quotable. It's very funny. It's very still fresh to me. Like, I could still watch it and enjoy it. That's a great one. That's not what I would pick, though. Ooh. Jesse? I want to go last. Um, I feel like I want to say Terror Vision, just because it's not going to get a a fair, you know, fair assessment in the in the scheme of things, because a lot of people haven't seen it, and even if they did, they wouldn't like it. I think, but for Terror me, Terror Vision. Yeah, because we're talking '80s movies. Mm-hmm. It's really '80s. It has that '80s vibe that I was talking about earlier. That like, you can watch it, and then you're like, you're blasted back in time a little bit. You know, it's mm-hmm. the music of it. It's the look yeah, of it. The whole it's thing the of feel it. of it. Like if you it, had, you know blinders on your eyes sure you were just watching that maybe you could pretend like you were in that era okay you know it would be easier to feel like get lost in it and think you're in the 80s i dig that you've got me intrigued just by the little bit because i mean even off air before we were officially started you and i were talking and you said that you think i would enjoy terror vision because it's like kind of a b-horror 80s thing and that's my jam it's a comedy I find a lot of like a lot of horror movies to be comedy, really, which is weird. But um, just because I have a sick kind of way of looking at things, <laughs> but it's actually it's your sunny be, disposition. It's a, yeah, <laughs> it's supposed to be a a comedy too, you know. So totally. it's like just goofy '80s comedy, and it just has like this great kind of a, like a sheen to it, you know. Sure. Sure. That's why I want to give up. Well, I'd put it out there. It's either that or Sleepaway Camp. Okay. Which is kind of the same. In the same vein, for in sure. Kind of, yeah. So you have a very specific taste in 80s movies. All right, Lauren. I feel like I'd have to go with either Aliens or The Goonies. Okay. 
okay, both are great for totally different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like at this point I'm changing mine to Back to the Future because the more I think about it, I think Back to the Future is the best movie that came out of the 80s in my opinion. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just love Aliens because it introduced us, introduced us, not introduced us because obviously Alien came first. Mm-hmm. But it kind of solidified Ellen Ripley as like a bad the baddest ass of asses ever. Female whore. You want to know why? Because that role was originally written for a man and they ended up casting Sigourney Weaver in it. And it totally changed the face of women in cinema, in movies, and horror movies, and mm-hmm. sci fi movies, and as leads. Like she was a fucking pioneer and she was excellent. I was, Aliens was on my list too. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. I had a bunch of movies on my list. I feel like I could make an argument for almost any one of them. Like, I've got the basic shit like Pretty Woman, 16 Candles, When Harry Met Sally, Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller. I also have some curve, like some curveballs like The Witches of Eastwick and Mystic Pizza and Creepshow 2. Dangerous Liaisons. Dangerous Liaisons. That's a great 80s movie because it has Michelle Piper in it. And a very young Uma Thurman. Oh. Just so you know. <laughs> Yeah, The Witches of Eastwick, that's one of my favorite movies ever. Also has Michelle Pfeiffer in it, I'm sensing a theme. And uh, Jack Nicholson and The Shining's on here. But I think if I was going to like make an argument for any of them, it would probably be The Princess Bride. Oh, okay. I think that's like my favorite quintessential 80s movie. I had Princess Bride on mine too. It's, it's a great story. You yeah, know? it's a great movie. And we were lacking wholesome moral values in our <laughs> movies today. Like, that. like it's they, a classic fairy tale. It has everything: giants, monsters. Gremlins is another great family '80s movie. Gremlins, I had. Gremlins, too. yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Little Shop of Horrors was really good too. Great movie, absolutely. You know what movie I almost put on the list? Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Because yes, of Rick Moranis. Yes, exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. Well, weird. She reads my mind sometimes, you guys. It's creepy. It's a fun game. It is. <laughs> trips me the fuck out. Uh, no, I'm looking forward to the finale because I think there's a lot of like, and like we're being friendly right now, but there's some intense conversations to be had when arguing what movie is better and or why mm-hmm. moving and forward. And that'll be all head out next time on Foodies watching. Yeah, movies. I can't believe we're going to be at the finale of season two and then have an overhaul of the... It's crazy. It's crazy how things work. Lauren, yes. you weren't podcasting with us when our season two started initially. You were just a guest, and now you're a full-time part of this. You still love it? Yes. Good. I'm glad. I'm Good. glad. You know, we actually, to just brief on this, we don't have to go into the movie side because people already heard you and I do the review of this movie oh, on yeah, Monday. Man of the Wasp. But the three of us went and actually saw that in theaters and had like a pretty cool experience. Yeah, we didn't really get to talk to you that much uh, about the movie, Lauren, because we all dipped because it was getting real late when we went to saw this movie. But what did you think of Ant-Man and the Wasp? I had not seen the first Ant-Man. Right. <laughs> She asked me after the movie ended, she's like, should I have seen the first movie to get this movie? And I was like, uh, no, I don't think you need to see the first movie to, you know what, to appreciate the second one. And do you know what other movie she needed to see that she didn't to see this movie? <laughs> Civil War. She hadn't seen oh, Civil shit, War. You hadn't seen Civil War, so no. you had no idea who the fuck Ant-Man even was. No. That's hilarious. <laughs> Why did you agree to go to this movie? I didn't know Civil War would have anything to do with it. I just thought it was Ant-Man and the Wasp, like the second Ant-Man. So I just thought that Ant-Man was only involved in the Ant-Man part of Marvel. And even so, you didn't see Ant-Man in the first place. So wouldn't have mattered, right? No. You were just no. like, okay. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think she needs to have seen either of them to have appreciated Ant-Man and the Wasp. To appreciate it, I agree. Like, like I was telling, who was I telling this earlier to? Oh, I was telling it to my mom and her boyfriend, maybe? I was like, I feel like Ant-Man and the Wasp kind of presented some solutions to some problems that were presented in the the Avengers movie that came out this year. So I feel like that... Infinity War? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like it was good to watch just for that part. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and that end credit scene. Mm-hmm. Wait, has Jesse seen it? Yet? No, we can't spoil it. We won't spoil it. No, that. we won't spoil it. You can because I'm not gonna watch it anyway. <laughs> Why not? It was pretty good. Um, it didn't feel like a Marvel movie to me. 
Mm-mm. I'm I'm gonna watch it, but I I don't know. I just you don't care if you get spoiled. Spoilers, whatever. I'll forget that. You I love Evangeline Lilly. She killed Angeline it. Angeline Lilly was excellent in this movie. She was way better in this one than in the first Ant-Man movie. Or in any of the Lord of the Rings movies that she was in. Was she in the Lord of the Rings movies? Yeah, she played Toriel. In The, the Hobbits, the right? She was, in, she was in The Hobbits. Oh, that's right. I remember that vaguely. She's also I only Lost. Saw, oh, I saw Lost. I watched every episode of Lost. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing I had really seen her in because I didn't... I watched the Hobbit movie and I... I don't think I saw the last one that came out. No, her Battle of Five ridiculous. Armies. No, I didn't see that. I don't think. Her hair was ridiculous. Like You could totally tell that she was wearing a wig. Well, you could totally tell she was wearing a wig in the first Ant-Man movie. She had a very severe, awful bob. I'm glad to see her hair was definitely more natural and loose in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, that even matters. But <laughs> I thought Evangeline Lilly was really good in it. I liked her a lot. And I liked her character and... um. I don't know. It was like double billing. I liked that. Yeah, I like. I, I I. It's weird because the movies for me can be very stressful. Like you're going, we find it was, seats. It was comical for the most part. Like it was very lighthearted. Yeah. And like it didn't take itself too seriously. Yeah, it almost felt like a Marvel rom com. Yeah. Like an action rom com. And I liked that it was different. It didn't feel like I was watching a depressing fucking Infinity Wars or I was watching a very politically charged Black Panther movie or whatever. This felt like a nice, easy breezy, fun... Palette cleanser after Infinity War. Palette cleanser. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Paul Rudd and his bland spaghetti dinner. You stop it. Stop talking (laughs) mad shit on my homie Paul Rudd. I'm over here championing that dude. He's awesome. I didn't say anything other than he was. I there were a lot of little of funny little quips that were said in this movie that I really enjoyed. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was some good com. There was some like solid family comedy in this yeah. movie. I liked it. I think I'll watch it I probably bet. in two years or something when it comes on Netflix. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, if you're waiting for Netflix, it'll only probably be six months before it hits Netflix. Honestly, Thor Ragnarok came out in November. It's already on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just came out on ne- uh, Netflix this month, right? Uh-huh. Correct. Star Wars is out on Netflix. What? 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 Oh yeah, the Last Jedi and Rogue One, right? Is Rogue One? I don't give a fuck it's about still on Rogue Netflix. One. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen Rogue One. I don't care for it. Really? <laughs> it was very depressing, wasn't it? It's mm-hmm. super depressing, but you know it's depressing if you know anything about Star Wars because th- you know that the people that get the Death Star plans aren't going to make it. <laughs> well, you don't think about that while you're watching it, do you? I did. I didn't. The whole time I was like, I can't I wait for every single one. And then I got one. to the end and I was like, what the fuck did I just pay to go watch? <laughs> yeah. On <laughs> everybody. I mean, I, I knew like subconsciously that that was going to happen, but when it did, I was just like, Oh Jesus! I forgot this is how this is supposed to end. God damn it! Why am I emotionally invested Didn't, in like, this? The whole planet basically blow up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's one of the first planets yeah, that gets taken out by the Death Star. Ultimately, isn't Matt Mickelson in that movie? Yes, he's a uh, Hannibal. He's a uh, Galen Erso, Jen Erso's dad. Oh yeah, he was good. Uh, he was also in um, Doctor Strange. He's he? uh, yeah, he he's Caecilius. He was a villain. Yeah. He's you just recently watched Doctor Strange, Jesse, didn't you? He plays a great villain. Yeah. I like Doctor Strange. That was like one that of was my a good one. One of the ones that I did like. Yeah, it's really a, a yeah, well it's a thought out, movie. clever Marvel. I love movie. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, I still you need can... to finish watching Sherlock. I've got like two episodes of Sherlock left. I've been holding out on watching it because I don't How want it to be over. How many seasons are there? Are there four? Seasons? Five. Other five. Four. I think there are five. All I know is four? I have two episodes to Maybe watch on four. Netflix left before it's over. For it's me. four because they were talking about doing a fifth season, and I'm not sure if that's happening now. Well, they always keep Stephen, it open. Stephen Moffat probably isn't going to come back to do it. I I don't think he is. Ooh, and I feel we're like Stephen Moffat's kind of done with BBC. You think Ooh. so? Well, I know he's not doing Doctor Who. Yeah. Which, speaking of, on the cusp of that as well. Yeah, I need to catch up. I just started watching uh, Peter Capaldi's season of Doctor Who. She's halfway through season, season of... eight. Season eight. It's is, hard. It's it's rough. Yeah, I've been not wanting to watch it. We've watched what like season, six episodes season, of it. Season yes. nine is a lot better. Well, I'm almost done with season eight. I just got to power through it. And then season ten is phenomenal. Is that the most recent one? Mm-hmm. Capaldi's have you finished last it? season. Yeah, have you finished it yet? No, still haven't even really. No. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's nothing against him as as the doctor. It's just like the writing, I guess. I just I just couldn't get into it. 
not to spoil anything no spoilers spoilers after clara left i just could not it's hard but bill is a very um like the bill story that they tell in season 10 (laughs) it's no spoilers i'm only on season eight yeah but and you made me like swear not to look ahead or anything you're right you're right i'm not gonna say anything Anyways, the story they tell with the with in Capaldi's final season is brilliant and bold. Like they don't hold back; they really go for it. And even though I heard that his very last episode was weak, his very last episode was strange. It's strange, and if you aren't like really up and up on what's going on, because spoiler alert, they bring back a doctor, but I can't say who and why. Better not be Matt Smith. No, it's not Matt Smith, and it's not what you're expecting. But it's a it's a two doctor story. Not David story. Tennant. No, it's not Chris Freckleson. No, someone from pre recent pre modern oh, yeah. Doctor Who seasons. Oh yeah, it's yeah, and actually technically it's a it's a recast. Yeah, because he died, didn't he? Oh, yeah. The first Doctor? Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the Correct. first Doctor? He's yes. long dead. Yeah, but do you know who William Bradley is? He was in, like, Harry Potter as Filch, I think. Yes. The janitor guy. And he's he was in, like, uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. Who played the first Doctor? Wasn't it William Hartnell? Yes, it was William Hartnell. Great memory, absolutely. But, yeah, uh, William Bradley is actually the guy who was uh, cast in An Adventure in Time and Space, which was the biopic, like, telling of the story of the first season of Doctor Who and the first episode and how it came to be and everything. And he was so good, they brought him back, and he's going to essentially, for the time being, anytime they need to cast the first Doctor for something, he will be the first Doctor. I love how they come up with ways to bring old doctors back, like just strange. All of these conversations and more were, are going to be had on an upcoming project. Yeah, called Gallifradio. It's already been announced. Yeah, we're, so we're starting a Doctor Who podcast as well called Gallifradio. In case I really need to watch this most recent season. Yeah, you guys need mm-hmm. to catch up. We gotta, because we got to catch up because we're going to have to talk about gonna this. It's going to be so hard to do, though. I just don't want to watch it without Clara. Well, I'm still watching it with her, so I don't know nothing about that. Why don't when you get to season <laughs> ten, we'll just all watch it together, and then you can catch up, you can catch up, and then, and then we'll, then we'll be Gallif prepped. Radio. And then what we can do, because what my goal is, is to launch Gallifradio around the time of the new season with Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor, because I'm fucking jazzed on that. Have you watched Attack the Block yet? No. Ooh, you, you need would to do that. love that movie. Can you give me that I rented Blu-ray? it to you, or I loaned it to you. Rented, rented it. it to you. you haven't I watched it, it yet. I lent it to you. Have you seen Attack the Black, Jesse? No. I feel like you would really appreciate this movie, too. It's a BBC flick mm-hmm. um, written by Nick Frost, the guy who's like in all the Simon Pegg movies. Okay. Um, like Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and he also stars in the movie. Uh, it's got John Boyega from Star Wars, the guy that plays Finn. And uh, the dude who's in Legends of Tomorrow, I can't think of his name. Oh, yeah, the dude from Legends um, of Tomorrow. What the fuck? He plays Jax. Yeah, he plays Jefferson Jax. I can't think of his real name. Anyways, it's Jefferson, these kids yeah. that um, they are just living in the hood in Britain, and something crashes down, and it's an alien, and these kids jump the alien. And then all of a sudden, there's an alien invasion, and they have to protect their block, their their flat, their 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 place, their apartment of, complex. And Jodie Whittaker is like one of the tenants, and she's also somebody who they rob in the very she's beginning. She's also in Broadchurch, wasn't she? Yes, yeah, she. I didn't watch Broadchurch. I was told you not can't. to watch that. You're not allowed to watch it. You will not. Like it, it is emotionally destroying. What I, was told. I mean, that show. The David Tennant OG BBC series of of Broadchurch is devastating, emotionally speaking. Yeah, no thanks. I mean, they... It's like every episode, they don't only remind you of the, the tragedy. slow burn. Oh, yes, it is. It's God. a very slow burn. And then the payoff is like, holy fuck. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I don't have any interest in watching it. Yeah, you shouldn't. I mean, you should, but I don't. I do like David Tennant, but... Yeah, he's great. And he uses his original Scottish accent. I can appreciate that. I he, thought he was great in Jessica Jones. He's back for season two of Jessica Jones. In part, like not... Wait, you saw it already? You've seen it? You caught up? No. 
Oh, but I read yeah. about it. Okay, good. Fill us in because I haven't seen it yet. I read that like he just comes back in like episode like I don't know how many episodes there are total. Maybe like ten or twelve. He comes back in like episode eight for like part of it, but it's not like him like coming back in as Kilgrave. It's just like a part of his memory that's like somehow like kind of like attached itself to Jessica's memory or something Ooh, like interesting like it's basically just Jessica hallucinating about him I like gotcha. it's not like new new character so he's on the show but he's not like as himself on the show yeah like no. the character's not coming back Mm-mm. yeah we need to catch up we didn't watch the Defenders we didn't watch Punisher, Punisher. we didn't yeah we've got a no Luke Cage no Luke Cage on. season two no Iron Fist Nobody really wants to watch Iron Fist. Did you watch any of those mo- shows? Did you watch Daredevil at least? No. Oh my god. None of it. Daredevil is incredible. You would love that show. That's more homework for you I'll while you're recuperating. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of like a not not so much like to get into like seasons of stuff just because I'll never sit back down and finish it, you know. But now that I have the time, I just smash through. Going yeah. to binge mode. Yeah, You're like, like on season whole... three of Californication, right? Yeah, You just started it. Yeah. That's one of my favorite shows. I yeah. love David Duchovny. That's a I good love show. David Duchovny too. David Duchovny, why don't you love me? Yeah, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're about to wrap this up. All right. Well, let me get into the plugs and everything. As always, folks, you can check out the Journey into Comics network at journeyintocomics.com where you can get foodies watching movies which is what we are recording right now we have a special guest who's here you want to say hi into the mic you don't want to say hi to the mic okay that's fine oh, oh, just came down. all right well uh you guys can get foodies watching movies at journeyintocomics.com or go to all the different podcasting platforms whether it's itunes podbean stitcher radio google play music or spotify you can also go to patreon.com backslash journey into comics give us a buck Get early access, give us $3, get early access, and exclusive content. I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of Foodies Watching Movies. Uh, thanks for coming, Jesse and yeah. Lauren. I'm, I'm happy you guys You're are very here. welcome. Yes, yeah, it was great. It was great to nerd out with you guys about some 80s movies. Uh, Jesse, if you would like to come back for the finale, you were a part of this part. I'd love to have you for the final conversation. That's something that will be happening shortly. So uh, we'll get you the information on that if you want to be a part of it, for sure. Sure, I'm going to have to do, uh, right. you know, I'm not going back to work for a little bit, so All right, we've got plenty of time to watch movies. Sounds <laughs> great. All right, well, for Foodies Watching Movies, this is Season 2, Episode 23. I'm Nate. I'm Veronica. I'm Jesse. I'm Lauren. And as always, folks, do your best to eat fearlessly. Later. <laughs>